Well, welcome back to Teaching with the Body and Mind. I'm here with Tom. Hi. And Ross. Hi, Mike. And Joey. Hey. And today I kind of wanted to talk about some of those games that kids do in roughhousing where, you know, it's just the piggy pile or uh, I had one class we'd call it pile on. We called it dog pile. Dog yeah. pile. Um, and there's that thing where a lot of kids just kind of pile on top of each other. But what I found is usually there'd be kids that they'd get upset if they didn't get to be the one on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when I think of like teachers who have concerns about this type of play, it's usually that fear that the person on the bottom is going to get hurt. And yet most kids want to be the one on the bottom, you know? And I think, I don't think adults have enough acknowledgement of like the reason kids shove each other, the reason kids tackle each other, the reason kids wrestle or roughhouse, the mm -hmm. reason they play these pile, you know, piggy pile, dog pile games is because that sensory input, you know, getting smushed is a really good feeling. And mm -hmm. all of us need it to a certain degree, you know, and some people need it more than others. Some people need it more, need more pressure than others. Mm -hmm. For some, just a quick hug from someone that they trust and love, not just any random person. Yeah. Going with some earlier uh, episodes, but getting, you know, a light hug might be enough for some kids. But right. for some, like the light touch is going to be the thing that annoys them or right. irritates them. And it's the that deep pressure that gives them that feeling that that sense of input so i guess i just wanted to talk about that thing like it, it i'm surprised how many grown-ups don't seem to understand that like that pressure is joyful or sometimes soothing and or calming. soothing mm -hmm. like we think it's going to be harmful but in actuality it's it's actually balancing and regulating right well i mean adults get massages yeah I just recently purchased a gravity blanket. Plug for them if you uh, want to oh. send me another one, by all means. But uh, it's a 20-pound blanket. Yeah. Nice. It's a thunder blanket for dogs and things like that. Yep. But I found that um, having that just a little bit of pressure yeah. actually helps me sleep more soundly mm -hmm. and deeper. Because re like, yeah. I've realized that it's more com I'm more comforted by having that pressure. Now, I don't need an 80-pound blanket because that right. would be too much. But... It's enough just to have that, mm -hmm. like... Yeah, and generally say not more soon. than 25% weight. Right, right. It's true. So 20-pound so blanket. So you can, so you're listening at home. I'm not a very yeah. big person. Yeah. But I'm just thinking for younger kids. You exactly. Know, you don't give a 20-pound blanket to a four-year-old. Yeah. No, for a reason. And there's, there's, there's warnings on that for that reason. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> but I think there's that... We Again, we assume that everybody needs to be off quickly because they don't want that pressure where we know there's some who are like, no, we need to be at the bottom of that pile. Right. So when I would do teacher trainings years ago about rough and tumble play, I'd be like, so you have to try it. You you have to participate to understand what's fun about right, it. Right. And so this would be my pitch to teachers. And I would pretty much tell everybody like, get on the bottom of that pile and I defy you not to burst into hysterics. Right. You know, when you've mm -hmm. got, you know, four, five, six kids just like laying on top of you. Now I'm sure not everybody enjoys that sensation. Right. But mm -hmm. Honestly, I, I defy you to right, not just right. start giggling when yeah, you yeah. have all these kids piled up on top of you because there's mm -hmm. just something about it that is fun. Right, just, right. Well, as, as you brought up this topic, I was thinking back to one of my development classes. The instructor talked about um, working with actually with adults with special needs in a program where one of the um, men they were, they, they were working with would destroy his room every day. And because by doing so, then the orderlies, they, the the staff would come in and have to grab him, restrain right, him, and right. put all his stuff down. And he kept doing it every day, and it, they didn't, they couldn't stop the behavior. And they realized 
every day ended with him being physically restrained by very right. large mm -hmm. people in a very strong manner to where they go, oh, maybe we do that preemptively. Mm -hmm. Frances Carlson has an almost identical story of a child who would get up on a table every day yep. because she had to lift her off right. the table. Right. And, and it was like, oh. If I just lift the child. You just want a big squeeze. So what they found out with this patient was that if they went in every day and they actually put the couch cushions on top of him and sat on him mm -hmm. for a few minutes, he was far more regulated the rest of the day. Right. So there was no more de destruction of his property or his room. And then there. So I think, again, kind of like Francis Carlson's, if I can be preemptive, I'm going to help you regulate internally. Right. And maybe that carries over. So I think you'll I think you'll find yeah. it. Even without the dog pile or without the yeah. piggy pile, because we, we talked before in an episode about hide and seek and about kids getting in renal spaces. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and I have kids who've gotten in buckets mm -hmm. and they're feeling. Yeah, they them. love getting. <laughs> they get in these small spaces. And, you know, I've always thought it was they're, they're trying to measure their world and they measure it with what they have, which is their body. But I think some right. of it has to do with that pressure getting that pressure too yeah you see it all the time oh yeah with, with i can think of that happening their, a lot so i guess my what i would sort of argue to people who don't let kids you know pile on top of each other or wrestle is because they're worried about kids getting hurt but if we are saying that many kids if not most kids need this type of sensory input what we're really doing is depriving them of sensory input mm -hmm. if we don't allow this yeah. like to it's, me i would say that's the detrimental thing. Right. Well, you might go back to something Joey always says about baby steps. Like, right. Let's see what happens if there's just a couple people. Yeah, yeah. And right. then, okay, a couple more people. Or something or... I did last year in my class, and maybe I've talked about on the podcast before, I'm not sure. Um, somebody was talking, a colleague of mine was talking about uh, kids who had really hard time regulating at group time. And so in this, her other program... Everybody had a laundry basket to sit in at group time. Have we talked about that? Where they all had their own, so that, that, like their, that their space but, mm. was so physically defined. Yeah, yeah. Like, y'all oh. just sit in your own laundry basket, and then we have all our <laughs> space problems kind of solved. And, and they mm -hmm. felt safe and contained. And these were some kids with challenges. But I was like, oh, I bet kids would really like to be in a laundry basket. And so I got this... Um, yeah. Had this laundry basket size Tupperware. I'm sure I've talked about this Tupperware bin that um, they would get inside the bin, and then... Maybe one or two kids would get in there with them, but they weren't. And then we'd take all the, like, pillows and stuffed animals and mm -hmm. blankets and everything we'd find in the classroom and shove those in on top of the kid. Their heads were up above breathing. Um, but that might be a baby step. If wrestling right. is right. too much, yeah. Um, you know, where can they squeeze and then have things like yeah. and Just boy, pillows on top of them, even if you're like not in a There were practically, fist band. fights when it was, like, time, like, right. oh, your turn is over. Right. It was, it was like, I need, I need more tubs. Well, there's a reason kids yeah. love ball pits, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Well, I used to have these these thin mats, and the kids would roll up in them. Roll up. Oh them. yeah, mm -hmm. like that's the other. They, they would, we yeah, the burrito make, or... making burritos. Yep. Yeah, mm -hmm. and it was like. But that's also my... a non non wrestling non roughhousing way. I mean, again, if, right. some, if this is a boundary that you can't cross at your school, or you right. don't feel comfortable right. as a teacher, to your point about how else can you meet somebody's need, or even a a, a, a quilt or a comforter, you could wrap a kid yeah, up right. tight. Right. In, right in that swaddling happens mm -hmm. for a reason yeah <laughs> it's very comforting early with on. their heads out let's just right. be clear oh, so yes. that right. you are aware of we'll put a diagram on the facebook right. page right and but i mean then now yoga mats are a popular one because they're uh -huh. very soft mm -hmm. very thin very malleable but also they can still we can still give that thinking of that book pizza pizza yeah by what that by steeg william, uh, william steeg yeah yeah that's Classical. what that family is doing i mean right. kids like that book because they love imagining right 
right, that right. that's happening to them. But you know, I think, and I think this goes because I'm now thinking back to my own days of playground play, where we'd have kind of a tackle football game or something. Everyone chases one person, and then you pile up on top, and then you throw the football out, and so then everybody goes and chases it. And I would right. actually be, you know, though I commented how I liked that 20 pounds of pressure while I'm going to sleep. Having eight people on top of me actually made me panic, right. and I was I had that kind of claustrophobic feeling right. of, and I'm remembering one time at at the after school program where we were playing a game like that. And I don't know how many people were on me, but it felt like I was no longer going to be get. I was never going to come out, and so I started to cry and I panicked and I'm mm-hmm. almost clawing, kind of trying to get through. So I think there's also that feeling of again talking about consent and trust and these uh, these topics that have come up and the the continuum of tolerance for different things right if it's just one or two and i know i can still get out i can still see daylight great when it was when i was fully covered yeah then i was panicking and so i had that i like i'm asking people to get off and they're not getting off fast enough even though i'm sure they probably were right but it just the top people have to get off so i think and i think that's where it feels like that's where that kind of dog pile game is going to get to that it's going to just be smothering and it's going to be a horrible thing but in actuality that some need a higher level of pressure and so we 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 learn is it one is it two is it three right and but again we trust each other and we can play this game that we can stop when someone says stop okay we all work our way right out. right you have to explain one two one two or three yeah other one person on top oh, two oh, people okay. on top i thought maybe how many how many okay thank you how many saying, preschoolers do you need to I'm, feel I'm, good i'm thinking right. of a yeah. scale i'm thinking like a scale like <laughs> one two three mile yeah <laughs> yep. well, one's okay two no 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 yeah three we're, 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 yeah. Right. One, one kid two kid or three kids on you um I, we play we used to play this game called king of the mountain mm-hmm and there you get a lot of that time, uh, you know, you're grabbing somebody and you're rolling down. Right, again. right, yeah. And I was just looking through some old pictures of mine. And I actually had a mountain man in my classroom. Uh-huh. And preschool kids play that game. Right. King of the Mountain, if, if it's available. And it was, right. there you don't get quite as many people on top of each other. Right. Yeah. But you do get them rolling and bumping. Yeah, and, yeah. And they just naturally do it. Right. Yeah, there is something... Um, enjoyable about it. I mean, and right. that's the thing. I that's guess right. I'm trying to um, just to wrap it up. Say that you know, kids get enjoyment from this. Right. Like, there's a reason they want this, and depriving them of that, I don't think is fair. Right. There may be different baby steps to take depending on what you're comfortable with, what your school allows. Right. But to totally deprive them of that feeling, I don't think is fair to kids. Well, and, it, and to go back to what Ross was saying, and to consider that it it can have a big impact on calming and, and self-regulation right. that it, it mm-hmm. could i mean I, I won't pretend to be an occupational therapist and have knowledge beyond my means but i mean it, it really could be a tool that these kids need to stay calm right mm-hmm. yeah it tends to be that the teachers are then complaining that the kids are always in this high arousal state and yet they won't allow anything that would help them right. <laughs> calm down right and i think there's a you know not everyone's going to want to play that kind of right. game. so the children yeah. who are probably least comfortable with it or who have, don't have the need to be piled on top of are not going to be volunteering themselves to be at the bottom of the pile right right so i think again it's just we so we're going back to the episode about consent here right that... consent and i think even that that thought of you know stereotypical play like we assume that well ever it's going to be pandemonium right well no those who don't want it'll it be self-selecting probably... if you don't right. want to be on right. the bottom you won't right. be on the bottom right. right well i think this is great hopefully that adds a little more of rounding out our ideas about why kids do this. Yeah. I mean, we talk about being important, but I think from the kids' perspective, reason too, mm-hmm. they aren't thinking, I need to self-regulate now. Right. They just know this feels good. Right. And so. 
So not to extend it too much further, but that's also the part that eventually they learn their own means to regulate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that for me, right. again, why I fidget, why I do things, it actually helps me stay focused so that later on this child goes, okay, I know what I need right. to stay regulated in this yep. high school class, it's college class, job interview. learn their own, what uh, do how I, to take care of their own needs. What do I basically. need and how do I meet that need in socially appropriate ways? Yeah, so thanks, Mike. Yeah, All right. Thanks. Well, thank you. Thanks, thanks Mike. Thank you for listening to Teaching with the Body and Bond. We'll be back again next week with another episode. Music is by Big Wheel Popcorn.